Welcome to Pudding People to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding. I am your host, Ken Seymour. Thank you for joining me again for another movie review in my ever-growing obsession to see every movie ever made. And hopefully I will be able to share with you some information that will help you determine whether or not the movies will be worth watching or at the very least worth arguing with me about. Uh, This particular movie that we are reviewing today is going to be The Happy Time Murders, starring Melissa McCarthy. So before we get into the spoiler territory, uh, we will tell you just enough information to give you an opinion of whether we think you should see it in the theaters, whether you should wait till it comes out on your streaming service or buy it on Blu-ray, or whether you should potentially wait until somebody else has it and then still ignore it. Um, I would say for this particular uh, movie, if you are a huge fan of any sort of puppetry or a huge fan of Melissa McCarthy, maybe see it in the theaters. Generally, I would say this is not a see in theaters. I would say that this is probably not even a see on Blu-ray or on streaming. Uh, while I don't think that it is nearly as bad as people have been making it out to be, it is not what I would call a premium choice for viewing in any stretch of the imagination. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, that out of the way, spoilers ahead, as we will be talking about not only what comprises the pieces of the movie, but also the plot points and things that will completely spoil what's going on. Just like in previous reviews, we'll be breaking this down into a completely scientific but not list of groups, including cast for 20 points, director for 20 points, costuming and props for 10, location for 10, cinematography for 20, plot and writing for 20, and then any bonuses I decide to throw that way just because I feel like it. Um... So let's, let's start at the beginning, as I always do, with the cast... I would have to say that the cast in this is maybe a little lighter than what some people would like. I I don't think that that's necessarily uh, any fault of the type of movie. I mean, whenever you're going to have a blended movie like this between puppets and real people, I would say that it's often hard to have it be a, a star-studded affair because a lot of times a lot of the attention is going to be towards the puppets as it should be. Uh, you've got Melissa McCarthy, who I've always found funny. I think she's done well in several of her roles. Uh, often a criticism is she tends to have very similar roles, though that really to me isn't much of a criticism as many actors and actresses tend to do the same thing. You lean into where your strong suit is. If you have a certain grouping of jokes that happen to work very well for you or a particular acting style that tends to work for you, you, you go to the well, and that's what you do. Uh, I've never had an issue with that with uh, Melissa, and I've always, like I said, found her funny and thinks she's funny on SNL. Um, Also in this is Elizabeth Banks. Um, Most people will know who she is. If you don't, she has been in uh, movies like The Hunger Hunger Games, as well as uh, the Spider-Man movies, not the most recent version in the MCU or the previous version with Andrew Garfield, but the Tobey Maguire era Spider-Man films, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, the Scrubs television show. Um, Elizabeth Banks, for me, is somebody I'm always happy to see on screen. Uh, she uh, she kind of has a light demeanor more often than not. She does a lot of comedy, um, and I always enjoy seeing her in things. Now, 
in this particular movie, I don't think she had quite the same effect that she normally does for me. Now, that's probably partly because she did not have a large role in the movie. She was only in a handful of scenes, even if her character was somewhat important to the plot, what plot there was. We'll get to that later. Um, but she, uh, her, uh, she, she had some points where she had some, uh, key jokes and, and a couple of things here and there, but nothing major. So that was minorly disappointing just cause I like Elizabeth Banks, but, uh, you know, we also had, uh, Maya Rudolph in it, who was a gem, I believe in anything. She had a fantastic run on SNL. Um, she's been in a handful of other movies as well, and she's naturally funny. I mean, just uh, her timing is as good as anybody that I've seen. She has the ability to uh, affect a character that is is very good. Um, I've always enjoyed seeing her in pretty much anything that I can see her in. Uh, obviously, that's somewhat limited. Uh, you've got, uh, uh, let's see, Leslie. I'm going to just completely mess up this name. Uh, no, I'm not. Leslie David Baker. Um, I was going to mess up the name because my writing is not particularly good at times. Uh, it took me a moment to figure out what I had to put down. But Leslie Baker, funny dude. Uh, most people will know him from the Office television show. Um, in this, he has a, a limited part, though an important one. Um, I don't think it really let him show much of a range. His character was a bit of a cliché. And it, it's okay that it was for the type of movie that it was, but again, didn't, didn't let him really shine in the way that I think he probably could. Uh, you've got uh, Joel McHale in it. Most people know him from Community, but he's been around quite a few things. He has his own Netflix series at the moment. Generally pretty funny. In this, not so much. Um, I don't know whether that was his uh, take on things or whether it was the writing. I have a funny feeling it was the writing because he can generally be pretty funny. Um, you had uh, uh, Michael McDonald, who is fantastic. Uh, most people will know him uh, from Mad TV. He played the agent in this particular movie. He has sort of a crazy, deadpan, far-off look that he can pull, and he definitely did with this particular character that makes me giggle every time. Um, uh, somebody I've always kind of wanted to meet. Uh, just because I, I think his, his approach to comedy is pretty good. The, the Stuart uh, bit he would do for Mad TV uh, makes, me, uh, makes me laugh every time I think of it. Uh, you've got uh, uh, the only other real name that popped out to me was uh, Kevin Clash, uh, who most people will know as having done uh, Elmo for Sesame Street. Um, he did... Uh, Mr. Bumbly Pants in this particular movie, um, you know, did you know didn't have a huge part and it was a, a Muppet anyway, so uh, did particularly fine to my uh, to my looking. Uh, so as as a whole, the the grouping of star power is not what I call fantastic, um, but again, for the type of movie it is, it doesn't really need to be. The problem is, I think, more with the utilization of of the actors and what they had to work with. Um, none of it really popped for me. Um, 
and there was no kind of surprise role. Uh, it's like, oh, I would not have expected to see this person here, or this person just you know nailed it, whatever it was. Meh. It was n- none of that. It was, at best, mid-level. Um, so all in all, I can't give it a lot of points uh, for casting. Well, it's still doing pretty good, really. 14 out of 20 is, is not too shabby uh, for, for what this movie would do. Now, if we move on to director, this is the part that really might surprise some people. Um, maybe, maybe not, considering the, the fact that it's a Muppet movie. Uh, it's maybe or maybe wouldn't surprise you that Brian Henson was the director of the film, as he directs a lot of Muppet stuff. Um, and, of course, did, you know, like Labyrinth and things like that. I think the only surprising part is how much of an adult fair this was. Maybe that was what threw me off. I, ne- I didn't look too closely at, to, at who did what before I went to go see it. And uh, so when I saw his name attached to it, it was mildly surprising, not just because of the, the level of adult nature on it, but just the level of quality didn't seem to be the same as what I've seen him do with so many other things. Um, so that was a bit um, a bit surprising. But bottom line, you have the right director for the right type of film. Um, he definitely has a handle on the Muppets, and for that side of things, uh, definitely pointed stuff in the right directions. Knows how how to um, how to have a movie that has both people and and uh, you know non real entities in the Muppets together and make it basically work. And so I have to have to probably give him a 17 out of 20 on that because first of all, it's, it's Brian Henson. I, I can't think too poorly on that. Even if this maybe was not a, a, a home run out of the, out of uh, all the movies that he's done. Um, but that kind of leads us into costuming props. It's Muppets. I, you're, it's going to get a 10. Uh, partially just bias on me. I love Muppets. But even beyond that, the sheer different number of types of Muppets and variety of styles and colors and everything else that goes along with it, there was such uh, an abundance, a cornucopia, as as uh, as uh, Henson always delivers uh, with just different different things to see, and it keeps it... Very interesting, and it, it was just uh, well done. Um, the The rest of the cast didn't <clears throat> necessarily need to pop out in that in that side of things. There was some fantastic use of silly string in a particular uh, uh, part of the movie. Some you know glitter puddles, which uh, you know marginally uh, effective at uh, eliciting a chuckle in the way that it was used, but all in all, pretty good. Um, as far as location goes, um, not inspired, I would say. It takes place in Los Angeles, in air quotes. Um, I mean, it's there are no you know monumental vistas like you would you wouldn't expect that to be. It's supposed to be kind of it's sort of a buddy cop film, so you're not going to expect it to to take any huge chances necessary, especially when it's going to be a puppet driven film but even saying that i mean i remember watching some of the muppet movies early on and you would get some great shots of some rural areas and some even the city bits that would be done in a lot of these were done better than i saw in this particular movie um so the 
the locations, again, were just not very inspired. Maybe the most inspired was in the first scene with the uh, uh, adult store run by Muppets. That was fairly original, but it was kind of downhill from there. The PI office wasn't terribly impressive. The uh, police uh, offices were not terribly impressive. The uh, None of it was really all that impressive. Um, so I'll probably give that a 6 out of 10. Um, cinematography, it's difficult to have fantastic cinematography in, in when dealing with puppets. You can't there's only so many angles that you can go with. You have to be able to compensate for the people that are running the puppets. It's, I have to believe it's just a massively difficult task uh, to be able to pull something like this off. Um, so while that is understood, you that means you're not necessarily going to get a lot of interesting takes on things. Um, I don't really have a lot to say on this. They did... A lot of standard two shots, a lot of uh, group scenes, a lot of just nothing that uh, that 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 popped to the eye. But at the same time, they didn't do anything particularly awful either. And then when you work in again the difficulty of, of working with puppets, it um, I would probably have to say that this would get a uh, sixteen out of twenty for me. Um, I'm probably being a little forgiving on this one, but. Uh, all in all, not too shabby. The real problem with this movie lies in the plot and the writing. Um, it is uninspired. Um, I try not to be too cutting because making any movie is a daunting task, no matter what. Even the movies that you might hate, people put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and effort into to, to make something like that happen. So I try and keep that in mind when I'm doing my reviews. But at the same time, this particular plot, it's essentially 80s buddy cop fare mixed with poorly handled social commentary. Um, it it just didn't didn't blend. I mean, you had the normal thing. Oh, you know, we're partners and and uh, there was a falling out and something awful happened. And now one of us is a PI and the other is on the force and we hate each other. And we have to be forced to team together to solve the murders. Okay, so nothing terribly original there. You're just inserting puppets. But then when you're using the puppets as a metaphor for um, uh, a minority, basically, um, it, it, I mean, something like that can work if given the right uh, vehicle to do so but this is a, a comedy action cop muppet thing i don't know how you could possibly do that in any way that's going to strike the right kind of accord it doesn't speak to any deeper sort of meaning it never really develops anything on that side of thing it just kind of distracts and makes people uncomfortable uh, in the theater now the uncomfortable thing that would be fine if it was a drama, this is a comedy. It, it just doesn't work. Uh, you're not going to make people think with, with that particular uh, attempted use of that. It, you know, when I was watching, it seemed like uh, it was kind of trying to mix um, Avenue Q with, um, uh, with uh, you know, some of the other stuff uh, I'm, I'm drawing a gap uh roger rabbit i think is the first thing that came to mind to me if you mix those two together that's the the feel that they may have been trying to get 
And there were several instances where there were some very, very funny jokes. Um, but for the most part, some of the gags went too long. A lot of the, the jokes were not terribly new or interesting. Um, it just it just fell flat. So, so the jokes weren't often funny. The plot was not terribly original. The attempt to insert that sort of uh, um, a social commentary in there that just didn't fit, didn't help. And then there were just several glaring plot problems in terms of minor holes. I was having a hard enough time I, you're not going to suspend your disbelief, but just forgetting the fact that you're, you know, watching in the movie theater, the fact that uh, one of the characters gets blown up in a car and appears at the end of the film. It was all a swerve. I was working with her, except the camera was dead on the Muppet walking away from the car as it exploded. There was not enough time for the individual in the car to get out and not be seen. And then there was still a body in the burning car. It didn't make any sense. Now, I know I'm probably nitpicking too much for the type of film this is, but that to me that it's cheap. It just doesn't doesn't work. Um uh some of the characters that could have been profoundly funny were just not in in the film long enough. Some of the muppets that could have been exquisitely funny got one scene. And then there were some that just weren't used at all. Um, or, sorry, used too much, I should say. Uh, it was it was sloppy. Uh, at least it felt that way. Um, so I'm only going to give it probably an 8 out of 20 on that, um, on that particular uh, category. Uh, in terms of bonuses... Um, Maybe one, just for the variety of puppets. Um, I know that was a big gap, but uh, I just had to decide whether or not it was really worth it. But yeah, there were so many puppets. That is really the bright spot of that movie. There were a ton, and they looked great, and several of them were funny. Um, so if you add that all together, that brings us to a grand total of 72, which ranks it in the C- range, which I think is pretty fair. Um I don't feel like I lost a portion of my life that I will never get back having watched the film. Um, it was okay for one view. I would never buy it. I would never suggest anyone to buy it. Um, but it's, I think mainly it was nothing to be ashamed of. I just think that mainly it had some interesting ideas that it didn't fully flesh out and some things didn't jive. So it really never had a chance to work quite the right way. Melissa McCarthy did fine. She, you know, in her wheelhouse, as per normal, Maya Rudolph was the bright spot of the film easily. Um, and that and uh, Michael McDonald easily. Um, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully that I'll get to see some more Muppet stuff, just not a, a sequel to this. So hopefully you guys also will uh, let us know what you think in the comments. We have on our webpage, www.everybodylovespudding.com, a forum section. Tell us what you thought about this particular film. Um, I know this movie review is a little shorter, but partly it's because I don't think uh, it deserved much more time than this. But uh, let, let us know if you like this particular uh, method of doing some extra movie reviews. Uh, also contact us on Facebook. We're at Real Pudding Guys or on Twitter at Pudding Guys. 
Uh, until next time, this is Ken Seymour.